What's up, my people and only my people? It's me. It's the Nappy Hipster. And it is the sixth episode of the Nappy Hippie Podcast. And we doing it. And I appreciate all the love that I received. It wasn't a lot, but I'm going to still appreciate it. I shouldn't even say that. I appreciate all the love that I received on my last episode, episode five. Make sure y'all check that out. It is going to be on my YouTube. And also, you can check it out on Anchor and Spotify. Soon we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it on Apple Podcasts. You just give me about a few listens and we're gonna be there. You know what I'm saying? And I really do appreciate y'all the love I receive. We all about I'm just trying to spread self-love and self-confidence, you know what I'm saying? Well, uh, you know, nappy hippie. So this topic today, today what we're talking about is what I love talking about the most, and that's music. And as an artist, these people that we're gonna be talking about today has impacted my sound in a beautiful way. And I can't wait till I master my sound and my flow like these three artists that we're going to be talking about. We're going to talk about my top three favorite artists. Number three, Isaiah Rashad. He's from Chattanooga, Tennessee. And he um, signed a TDE in about 2013. I, I didn't hear about him until 2016. And it's funny because I'm on Twitter and I'm just scrolling and seeing the sun's tirade, the sun's tirade. And I'm like, bro, who is this? You know what I'm saying? I just kept seeing the cover art, and I'm like, who is this? I go search it. This is the project from number one to, I think, number 16. Isaiah Rashad, top three. I mean, number three comes in is Isaiah Rashad. Amazing, amazing. He honestly has he changed my outlook on music. He opened, he expanded my ears to listen to a different type of hip-hop. And my favorite sound is neo soul and hip hop, and he put that together. Man, I, I was late to the party. I Miss Sylvia demo. You know, I'm caught up now. I'm hip, but the Sun's Tyree was a great start to me. It gets to know an Isaiah Rashard as an artist. You know what I'm saying? I actually want to name my son Isaiah uh, with a Z, and or have their middle name Rashad because that's how much I fuck with that nigga. Like he's just so hard to me. I seen him back in uh, October. Uh, in Dallas, uh, it was a cool, it was a cool show. I wish I would have got you know a little bit more energy out of him, but it was a cool show. You never know what people got going on, you know what I'm saying, or the, or the vibe that he was getting, you know what I'm saying. It was real cool though. Um, but yeah, I, I fell in love with the Sun's tirade because he's giving me harmonizing, he's giving me singing, he's taking it back to where you know we have R and B artists singing um, and featured on songs, you know, rapper songs. But um, not in a way back in the 90s of how they, we did the Nate Dogg and the Snoop. Like, not like that, but um, it's, it's giving Andre 3000 and uh, Erykah Badu. Like, you know, if they was on the same track. Or uh, we could say um, Common. We could say Common and Erykah Badu. Like, he's giving you that lyricism, talking about important uh, topics, you know what I'm saying? And you can sing to it. You can vibe to it. We can smoke to it. You know what I'm saying? Like... It, it, we could play it at a kickback, you know what I'm saying? It could be the background of the kickback, but we could still dance and jig, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's fun music, but a me- it's a message, and you can relax to it, you know what I'm saying? And that, I've really grown to like that genre of music. So shout out to Isaiah Rashad. The House is Burning became my favorite project of 2021. When that motherfucker dropped, it was back to back to back. Word to Drake, you feel me? Like um, when they dropped the Apple Music, like what is it? We they don't have we don't have a rap sheet or whatever, you know, Spotify call it, but they drop uh, you know your top uh, artists. 
a top, you know, so-and-so artist and then your top 100 uh, songs played for the year. And um, I think like the top 20, the first 20 songs, probably 13 of them was from The House is Burning. And then uh, he was my uh, number one artist, uh, most listened artist. I think it was like 72 hours. Like, hey man, hey man, I missed you, bro. Forget all that other extra shit. I missed you, man. Um, but yeah, so then my number two. I, okay, so I can't go, I can't choose one without the other. I'm not going to choose this artist and not choose this. So I feel like they should be put, I feel like they should be twins. Siamese twins. I really do. Siamese twins. I really, really do. Because they're the same person. You know, they have their own flavors, but they're the same. And so number two is Young Thug. I did not like Young Thug for nothing when he first dropped. Um, it was the sound. It was his sound. It, the, the, the type of guy he was, you know, um, <laughs> his sound didn't match to me. And I'm like, mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then, you know, he's well known in Atlanta. He's loved in Atlanta. And, uh, you know, my, one of my exes kind of was, you know, playing his music. But she fucked with uh, Rich, Rich Homie Kwan. And, you know, they had hella projects with each other or mad songs with each other. And, I was just not into it, you know what I'm saying? And what was it? Um, when he dropped Check in 2015. I can say that was it for a while away, see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, this man is rapping. Like, he he can rap. <laughs> and that's the cool thing about Young Thug. And honestly, I, w- I, wish, I wish I could pause this video and talk to y'all, actually have a conversation and ask y'all, who is my, t- my favorite rapper of all time? And not because you follow me on Twitter, I need or because you know me, I need you to tell me just based off of Young Thug, who who would I compare him to that's better than him? Please. And not no little baby. I am a I like lyrics. I like bars. And if you can give me a lot of them, you are the best. You know what I'm saying? So Young Thug, man, he he's amazing, bro. I like his versatility. I like the fact he doesn't look how he sounds. And I like the fact he doesn't give a fuck that you are confused by it at first. You know what I'm saying? Um, I really admire him as a person because I see a lot of myself in him. I don't give a fuck. And I'm going to do what I want to do and you're going to like me. Eventually, you're going to like me. If you're not going to like me right now, I'm not going to press the issue. But you're going to eventually like me. You're going to come back. And I did. You know what I'm saying? And I, I really just been fucking with Thug ever since then. And... He reminds me so much of my favorite rapper of all time, and that's Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, uh, come on, man. We 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 know his resume. We know we don't even have to go too much into depth. Uh, the comparisons that I have of them, the reason why I think they are so much alike, is um. Okay, so one of them is small. They dropped. They both dropped rock albums, pop albums. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Thug dropped last year, uh, Punk, and um. <clears throat> Then we had Rebirth from 2010 by Lil Wayne. And I really liked Rebirth when I was younger. I really, really, really liked Rebirth on when I was younger. Most of, he had a mad videos to their project and they were on, on demand. Fuck you, get alive. Man, I got too much shit on my head to have to deal with all of you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, ugh, Wayne is amazing. And then, you know, we got Punk. I love Punk. I don't love Punk, I love Thug. Um, Punk had a few songs. I ain't really just into, you know, the acoustics and all that shit, but it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was cool. Um, it's a project I can listen to. 
You know what I'm saying? But it's not something that I I can't I can listen to front to back. I can't listen to Rebirth front to back. But it really just makes me admire them as artists because they don't limit themselves in their sound. Another comparison is their impact in the music industry. Um in many ways, you know, Wayne and Thug with the fashion, Wayne had Chuck fit. He changed the game with having rappers wearing skinny jeans and cargo shorts, skateboard and all that. You know what I'm saying? He changed the image of what rappers usually look like. Um, Thug, same. He had a whole era. for 2014, probably still now, you know what I'm saying? People still talking about it. What was it that everybody get talked about, you know what I'm saying? But... He still get talked about, you know, about his his fashion and how he's in tune with himself and they, you know what I'm saying, he know what he got going on. So if I put this on, that does not mean anything, but I just put this on. This is me. And I love that. I really love that because I'm really ready for men to just break that whole fragile masculinity thing because there's so many beautiful men in this world and you probably not even your 100% self because you care about what other people think. And that's one thing I admire about Wayne and Thug. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say my opinion and you can feel your way, but you know what I'm saying? It's just really all it's going to be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, um... Okay, so, you know, they had, they're both lyricists, um, really lyrical people. This, this episode was actually inspired by me listening to Big B's by Chance the Rapper featuring Young Thug. And it was because I think I liked the song because he changed this, he changed his flow throughout the song, like, two or three times. Like, looking at your kid, that may be the bad bees, sheesh, sheesh. Like, bruh. Like, what? Uh, just knowing who Young Thug is as an actual person and not an artist, and then hearing him rap, I love it. I love it. He's unpredictable. I love it. He doesn't limit himself. He's not going to run out of ideas, money. He's not going to wash, you know, um, you know what I'm saying? He, his, his, his legacy is going to live forever, and he's going to have longevity because he doesn't run out of sounds, you know what I'm saying? And of course Wayne, you know, we got no ceilings, all the no ceilings. Um we got Carter three, um, dedication one through six. And we just got, you know, like we we already know Wayne's abilities with rap and the fact that he doesn't write his shit makes him incredible. You know what I'm saying? So um that's another similarity. The last similarity and it's the most important to me is the these niggas changed the game, and that's what I'm saying. They brought, both of their legacies are going to live forever because whenever you talk about Wayne, you got to talk about Drake and Nicki Minaj. You know what I'm saying? Young Money. Whenever we talk about Thug, we're going to think about Gunna. We're going to think about Baby. We're going to think about Yeah Gotti. You know, there's so many artists, Lil Duke, that Young Thug and uh, Lil Wayne both, you know, put in a position for them to be successful uh, you know, and I love that uh, they do it. They let them do it on their own. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to hop on your shit because I'm going to hop on your shit because they're going to want to listen to it because it's featuring Thug. But shit, once you get that, once you get that credit, once you get where you want to be, I'm going to back off and you're going to do your thing because I already know you got it. You know what I'm saying? I'm in your corner. You know what I'm saying? That, so you call me if you need me, but I ain't got to be there. And I love that. I really, really love that. Because, you know what I'm saying, they're not, I feel like they ain't, ain't no, no hating, spiteful ass niggas like, uh, you can't get hired, you know what I'm saying, because Gunna getting up there. Gunna, he was probably my top five play artist uh, this year, and it's because his sound is similar to Thugs, 
But he, I feel like he, he doesn't focus on his lyrics. He's focused more so on his sound and how to make good music. How can I, I feel like Gunna thinks of music to make, to make people like the music, to keep listening to it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, and I'm, and Doug does the same thing. And Lil Wayne, Isaiah, all of them, I'm pretty sure all the artists do, but you know, like people have different motives with their sounds and with their music and their art. And I feel like Gunna, you know, he, he has the ability to rap. He can rap, but he's more so on the fun side of music, as in, um, other than you know, Thug Wayne and Isaiah. They are more so on the. I, I'm gonna say Isaiah's on the fun side, and I feel like also that's an outlet of him getting things out. Um, but that couldn't be true because that nigga had, didn't drop nothing before this, the house is burning since 2016. But you know, um, I, I'm, I'm the reason why I'm conflicted with the the statement I was gonna say is because Isaiah Rashad is lyrical, but I don't think he he's comments about how he didn't come back to music because he missed it. So I don't feel like he has a passion for music. I feel like he knows he has the ability to rap, so why not? So I'm not really sure, but I feel like Wayne, uh, definitely Wayne and Thug, focuses on their sound. Uh, their, their lyricism, their lyrics, their bars, you know what I'm saying? What they're giving you. And and it's, it's beautiful, man. I mean, that's what I, I, I receive everything that's around it for me. Um, I want my sound to eventually uh, become, I, I want me to find my sound. And it be mostly about the vibes and the lyrics. I, I want I, somebody that just came to my mind by making that statement. It's Earth Gang. Earth Gang talk they shit. And shit, sometimes I can harmonize this side. Whole lot of love on this side. No, you wanna come on this side. Like, oh, I love a motherfucker that it's creative. Like, okay, you can rap cool. You know what I'm saying? But you knowing how to take your voice here or stretch a word out there to make it go with the beat. Because I feel like sometimes some songs that I like, like example, the song that inspired this uh, episode, A Big Bees, it was the way he would change his voice and it goes so perfectly. It's like perfectly aligned with the beat. And I'm like, uh, you know, like niggas having orgasms while they listen to music and shit because of the art of it, you know? And, um... I'm gonna have to choose another stand. I'm gonna have to figure this out with my ring light, cause I'm sorry, I'm a little, I'm shaking like a struggle. You feel me? But um, yeah, that's this is the sixth episode of the Nappy Heavy Podcast, and I just, I just love music so much, and I just wanted to let y'all know that, God damn it, my top three. I don't know, I don't know who you got, and if they not, if not one, at least one of them is lyricist. I don't want to see your top three. Nah, I'm just playing. Actually, comment on this uh, episode and let me know your top three or let me know if one of my top three is in your top three. I love talking about music. I love actually comparing my top threes or my favorite artists because I like to see y'all perspective on why you picture um, favorite artists or why you listen to your favorite artists and things like that because we're definitely going to be different. And it's just really um, embracing your nappy hair and... uh, Expressing yourself. That's really all it is here at the Nappy Hippie Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Stay tuned next Friday for our next episode. Y'all, peace. Y'all gonna take a shot. Smoke a blunt. I forgot to tell y'all motherfuckers to smoke a blunt.
This is the Never Hippie Podcast. I will remind you until you get it right the first time. I want you to hit a blunt when you're listening to it. If you're watching it on YouTube, I want you to hit a blunt. It was some never hippie shit. It was some never hippie. It was some never hippie shit. It was some never hippie.